When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, wise ones, and welcome to A Little Wiser. Today, I am joined by our associate producer and my co-host of today's conversation, Tara Daigle. Hi, Tara. Hi, Kimmy. We are, as a follow-up to last week's episode with Zach Robidas. By the way, Tara, did you... I'm assuming you listened and cried. Of course I did. Sobbed. Completely <laughs> sobbed. Uh, As uh, my friends were yes. like getting into town, I'm like answering the door. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I was just listening to an episode of the pod. Uh, yeah, it's a beautiful story. And he was so raw. That was such an interesting interview, by the way, because... It was super late in New York. It was like 10.30 and it was whatever, 7.30 going on 8 here. And it was like dark, rainy night in L.A. And I'm. T- it felt almost like two people talking on the phone. The structure of the interview, the whole thing, it just felt more like a really like raw conversation where you're on the phone with somebody, you know, for two hours because they're in the thick of it. Yeah. It was really... Yeah, really interesting. I don't know if it came through for the other listeners or because I knew kind of the background, but listening to the episode with that knowledge, I very much felt that way. It felt like two friends catching up, talking about life. Yeah, it was. It definitely was was different in that way, um, which I think is just reflective too of where he is and and his process of healing. But that conversation inspired this week's, the topic we chose for A Little Wiser, which is, I don't know if this is the right descriptive, but it's the one (laughs) that I came up with, which is medical intuition, which maybe is too woo-woo for everyone to get on board with, including me perhaps, but the idea of knowing that something is off, knowing you know, whatever it is, something in our body, something physical, something doesn't feel right, and why we resist taking action on it, or just simply why we avoid routine appointments. We're like, oh, I'm feeling great. You know, don't need to prioritize that. And going back to Zach and Marnie, I think what Marnie wanted people to take away from her story or if she wanted she wanted to inspire people to do just that to listen to their instincts to listen to their bodies and to go make the appointment that they've been putting off because potentially you know who knows that her her cancer progressed quickly but that it could save you it could save you from something you don't know you have or it could change the outcome of something you don't know you have 
Yeah. Zach intentionally included at the end of your conversation that that was one of her greatest pieces of advice that she learned to listen to your body. You're the one that knows your body best. Yeah, it's trusting yourself. And sometimes it takes courage or, you know, breaking through that resistance to go and see the doctor. And then it's also that added layer of if you're told nothing's wrong and something inside you said or saying, I know there's something wrong to continue to pursue it, right? This idea of why we put up doctor's appointments, why we don't listen to ourselves. Do you have an example of this in your own life, like something you've known or anybody else, like someone you love, a friend or a family member who just knew and either did or didn't, you know, move on that knowing and how it played out? Yeah, my father. (laughs) My father is probably the worst at this. And I would love to say that there's been resolution there, but... I think me and my siblings still are on his case to, you know, when was last time you've had a physical dad? And I do know he's been open with me that it is fear-based. And in when I was like looking up articles and reading some stuff, it's super common in men, particularly, that there is a fear there for a fear of finding something wrong. So him and I have had many conversations about this over the past few years. And actually, right around five years ago, right around this time, July 4th weekend, we were at a family like barbecue and celebrating. And he had a really bad cough and ended up going to the hospital because something was going on with his lungs. Come to find out it wasn't anything life-threatening. But it was a huge scare and I think scared my entire family, quite frankly. So I think a lot of the hesitation of going to seek a doctor when something isn't quite right is definitely based based off of fear. Yeah. And so it is interesting, the difference between men and women. And there's a fair amount of studies that men statistically do this significantly more than women. And by that, I mean putting off appointments or just frankly, not going to see doctors regularly, even when something is feels inherently wrong. And what made a lot of sense to me is that, first of all, women are earlier on, there's recommendation and expectations like, oh, you regularly see your OBGYN. Women at a young age talk about their health more, whether it's like, oh, I started my period or like talking about all these bodily things. And I even know like with trying to have a baby and having a baby. You're at the doctor, you're in a hospital. So it kind of normal, you're talking to your friends about your appointments. It normalizes, uh, I guess, the whole thing, right? Oh, I'm going to a doctor, I'm being vulnerable. I'm (laughs) at the OBGYN spreading my legs and those (laughs) weird metal things. So there is a lot of like, normalization perhaps around it with I think men that there is not that comfort and not that discussion so there's more resistance but also the fear of if especially if you feel like something's off and I have 
felt this way. I don't want to make the appointment because I'm afraid what the answer may be. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. If something's going on and they're afraid of the answer or they're afraid of hearing something they don't want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. My dad's like famous line is, it's my time when it's my time. Or the aches and pains are just, oh, I'm just getting older. And you dismiss it and dismiss it. And maybe one of those aches or pains is not just age. It's something that could have been avoided, could have been treated, could have been handled, could have been caught early on. And then you deal with the guilt of, oh, I could have, or what could I have done? I should have done. One thing I, I think when we're talking to people who we love, who are resistant, is if you're not doing it for you, then do it for the people you love. Totally. I totally know what you mean. Me and my siblings definitely are like, if you can't do it for yourself, we don't want to live without you. So can you do it for us? Yeah. So for many people, there's, you know, other, there's barriers, right? From affordability, from access, and even people who do have healthcare just getting in. You know, a lot of doctors, it's, you know, you call to schedule the appointment and they'll see you in two or three months. So I think it requires like way more self-advocacy and effort than it should just to simply have preventative health care. Oh, 100%. And that's like, we could go down a rabbit hole of health care here and how much it needs improvement. Everyone should have access you know, if you can't get there, you can't know what's what's wrong. So that's a huge conversation in and of itself. What it comes down to, and Marnie knew something was off, right? Mm-hmm. And she kept being told, oh, you know, this is as a result of breastfeeding when it was not. It was stage four cancer. This has come up in so many of the stories on the podcast is even like in the case of Jessica Buchanan, the story of her being kidnapped in Somalia, she knew instinctively going out there's something feels off with the landscape, the environment, the safety, but she just sort of as we all do, just proceeded, right? It was such a little whisper that she didn't stop and take action on it, right? It right. was like, oh, I'm kind of having this little fleeting thought. I don't know whether to take it seriously or not, but I've got a plan and they're picking me up. And that theme comes up over and over and over again. So perhaps what it requires is us to do that hard thing of honoring that small, quiet (laughs) voice and giving it space to take it seriously. And it actually really aligns with a lot of um, what you've said many times to me, many times on the pod, is to just stay curious, not just ignoring a sign or we do have this innate intuition about ourselves and about the life experience that we're having And even if it is a small whisper or a gut feeling or something that you don't think will be a very big deal, but to just stay curious and maybe like ask more questions of yourself, of the situation, of the circumstances, I think that's the least that we could do is be 
be curious about what's going on. Why am I feeling this way? What's going on? Am I stressed? What's happening in my life? Et cetera. Yeah. And even like stories on domestic abuse and people use language like something was a little bit off or I noticed this one small thing or even the stories we've had on the podcast where parents like are it was their kids and they noticed like the subtlest thing. So I think that idea of being curious and that little subtle thing, that subtle voice or the way something feels a little bit off, even if it's just barely, barely like to pay attention to that, to get curious about that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there is a slight stigma with maybe overreacting, especially as women. We tend to be a little bit categorized as sometimes dramatic or, oh, you're overreacting or you're being a hypochondriac. I think there's a spectrum, right? We're either being too focused on something going wrong or not focused enough. But to advocate for ourselves and the ones that we love specifically, I think is super important. Marnie was proof of that. Yeah, it's almost an inconvenient truth. I feel good. Life is good. <laughs> you know, so that little thing, it's an incon- it's an inconvenience, right? Or it could be some sort of inconvenient truth. So I'm just going to avoid it. Life is good. I feel healthy. Yeah, it kind of pops up here and there, but I'm just going to, that makes sense to me that you would avoid that for like deeper subconscious reasons, right? Totally. And I do it myself just in life <laughs> when I want to not deal with something. So I think dealing or avoiding something medically, that's the weight of it, right? That's the whole point is that it could quite literally save your life if you just pay attention. And I think that was Marnie's message. And I think then the next step too is depending on if you have access to quality health care and you have an established relationship with a doctor. But then for a lot of people too, I think that there's even a bigger first step, which is very few people have an established relationship with a doctor they know, like, and trust. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I think the system is fraught. I wish it was more straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Same. And it, it doesn't even have to be something life altering or life ending. But if you travel down the path of just medical care in general, whether it's mental health, any of those avenues, there's so many factors that go into just starting the process. And recently, just I just had a cold. I was sick. I had to go to the doctor. And I couldn't imagine not being able to make an appointment because I was too afraid. What do people do when they have a fear of not being able to pay for it, not being able to afford it? I can't imagine having to choose between feeding my child or taking care of me, myself, the mother of that child so that I can take care and provide for them. It's just, it blows my mind that that is the choice that some people genuinely have to make on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. It's true and it's real and it's heartbreaking. So Marnie's call to action, if 
you're listening to this would be to do the thing, to book the annual screening that you've been putting off, even if it's just a general checkup, you haven't done a checkup in however many years, or if there's something that has been weighing on you about your health or the health of someone you love, move, take action on it today. And for anybody who is out there and has is already in the process of doing it, if you have seen a doctor and have been told, you know, you're okay or it's this thing and you intuitively know it's not, that it is more than okay, not only more than okay, but you should, if you feel you have anything that is remotely serious to get a second, if not a third opinion, right? Because that was a, a huge part of it is she was seeing doctors and she was being told that it was something it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to add, if you have received some tough medical news to find some support, a support system, if you don't have one immediately close to you, there are people out there and us at All the Wiser are keeping you in our thoughts and holding space for you too. Um, but Zach specifically mentioned that her support system was incredible and his was too, even after she had passed, that it truly makes the difference. Yes, I love that you added that. So yeah, take action on your health, trust yourself. And as Tara said, if you have received a diagnosis or someone you love has, find support and other people on a shared path. Yeah. All right. We will be back next week with a episode we have been pouring all of ourselves into, which we're really excited to bring you. It's one that has really rocked our worlds uh, in a good way, and we can't wait to bring it to you next week. It's going to be a good one. All right. Take care, Tara. Bye, Kimmy. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.